The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. G'day, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garen Perro columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers Podcast. Today we're catching up with Lafroy Exploration again. ASX code is LEX, trading at around 23 cents for a market cap of $37 million. We have Wayne Johnson, the MD, with us today to give us a rundown on what's been a busy six or so months for the company, and it's all around the growing size of the Burns gold copper discovery in the eastern gold fields, about uh, 70, 50, 70 k's southeast of Kalgoorlie, depending where what your uh, starting point is. Now, we all know this is uh, burst onto the headlines in early 21 when it made a spectacular 38-metre hit, uh, grading um, 7.6 grams tonne gold and 0.56% copper. Most unusual Archean age uh, porphyry, gold system for the eastern gold fields and for Australia in that fact. So we've been watching this one closely. So very interested to catch up with Wade today to give us a rundown of what's been happening in the last three to six months. G'day, Wade. Welcome to the program. G'day, Barry, and uh, pleasure to be back on the program and having a chat about the exciting Burns discovery near Kalgoorlie. Right. Now, it seems to be getting bigger and bigger. in early March, the company reported a set of results that extended uh, the strike uh, 240 north, and that was the Burns uh, central area. Uh, and of course, you have these porphyries along it. I think it's about two and a half k strike. So, what's the what's the story? Is it, it's getting bigger and bigger, is it? Correct. That's correct, Barry. Yes. Um, so, in uh, November, December last year, we 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 completed a 67 hole. RC drill program, um, and that was what we call Burn Central. And Burn Central is basically the area we made the, the original discovery back in 2021, and mm. uh, we called that Burn Central. But Burn Central is part of a what we call a string of these magnetic anomalies, um, and we think those magnetic each one of those magnetic anomalies hosts porphyry style mineralization along 2.5 kilometer corridor. So Burn Central is the one that we've done the detailed drilling on, and that was the a 40 by 40 um, metre grid-based RC program, testing about 500 metres of strike to about 200 metres vertical. So that was all completed in um, by mid-December, right. and our aim there was to um, test that area uh, to assist in defining a mineral resource estimate, which is on track for delivery in early April. Um, but the, the main aim there was to understand the system at Burn Central, but the entire length we've got these, it's, it's, we think Burn Central is part of a, a much larger system, uh, porphyry hosted system. It, yes, as you said, it is unusual um, and unique for uh, the Kalgoorlie area to find, uh, I think, all this copper mineralisation near Kalgoorlie, but we think we, uh, we have found an Archean porphyry style mineralisation system um, along that 2.5 kilometre trend, and we think it's uh, the scale of it is even even bigger than that. So it is um, it's exciting, but the first step for us is delivering this mineral resource estimate, um, which is shallow, just to 200 metres, 
We know the system keeps on going at depth and then uh, get the mineral resource estimate out and then um, expand on that. Right. Do, do you think this MRE will in itself be enough to think about getting into production or are you more interested in getting a better feel for just how big this system is? No, I think it's it sets the foundation. Um, you know, we've drilled this uh, system with methodically both at Burns Central, and we've done some drilling along Strike, um, particularly at Lovejoy. Lovejoy is exciting, right up you know, 1.5 kilometres to the north of Burns Central. It's part of the system. It's got another one of these magnetic anomalies. Um, we think Lovejoy um, and Burns Central, they're all part of one massive system. Uh, so Burns Central is the foundation. You know, it's the 200 metres, it's shallow, uh, it's near surface mineralisation. Take the top 20 metres off and you're into, into mineralisation, copper gold mineralisation. It's the starter um, and we think uh, we will grow from that and make the system much larger. So it's it's just the starter for us. And I think after sort of the two years of exploration that we can at least put that down as the foundation and then, then grow the system from there. No. You mentioned the, uh, the company uh, conducted a, a smaller program up at Lovejoy, uh, northern end of the, that strike we've been talking about. Um, can you run through some of the, the results from there? Well, the Lovejoy's, um, yes, it's, uh, it's something new, uh, Barry, and we, we've got copper gold mineralisation up there. We've got a similar magnetic anomaly to Burns, but we've only basically got three holes into it. And those three holes are the original discovery hole, which is an RC hole, and then mm-hmm. subsequent to that, we drilled two diamond holes called LEFD8 and LEFD9. LEFD9, that was all, these are all three holes on one drill section, um, and there's no other drilling, um, deep drilling around that whatsoever. But LEFD9 got 11 metres at 0.68% copper plus 4.4 gold from 50 metres. Um, but basically, within that hole, uh, we had three intervals, which we've got a combined length of about 96 metres. But that's got copper gold mineralisation. It's in porphyry, similar style to Burns, uh, and basically untested to the north, which goes under Lake Randall, and even to the south. Again, it's untested. There's another anomaly there we call there's Skinner, and then there's Flanders, and then further south there's Smithers, and then we end up at Burns Central. So um, we think each of these porphyry intrusions along that entire corridor, and we think there's a, a, a we, and typically these, these, I guess, alkalic porphyry style copper gold systems uh, occur in clusters. So we think this is a cluster of porphyry intrusions, each mineralised all the way along that two and a half kilometres. So our next step is really to show, demonstrate um, this system's got scale along that whole um, two and a half kilometres. And then in addition to that, um, all these anomalies are outboard of the larger burns intrusion. And um, so far, we've only drilled one hole into that big Burns intrusion. And even that hole we reported last year has got gold mineralisation in it. So it's, we think, you know, Burns Central, Lovejoy, these other anomalies called Skinner and Flander and Smithers are all part of one big um, Burns porphyry complex. Right. The Lovejoy, the copper grade looked nice. Um, the, uh, what is 11 metres at 0.68% copper, that's getting interest in just in copper terms, let alone the gold that accompanies it. Correct. Um, and whole LEFD8, your, your, your readers or your listeners may recall back last year when we announced it, um, whole LEFD8 was the, the shallower part of the system or shallower part of the whole drill, and that ended up with um, actually we were seeing native copper 
down that hole. So we think it's just a super dune effect, but there was a lot of native copper in that hole. Um, and even that hole got 15 metres of 0.4% copper. Uh, another indoor of 19 metres at 0.5% copper and 0.11 gold. So we, but we do think, yes, this is, it's completely untested to the north and the south. It goes under Lake Randall. Um, and then we've got the, you know, another opportunity to make a, another uh, discovery like the Burns Central there as well. So without knowing what the MRE will be, uh, the initial MRE for Burns Central, the it seems that when you add these things together, you, you could, it looks like you're moving towards having a very large, well, ore deposit. That obviously has implications for how does the uh, the company drill it, drill out the, the full scale potential of this uh, area? Or do you, well, I think you hinted there that Burn Central could be a, a starter project and then over time you would bring these other ore sources in. I'm just wondering what, what would be the, a likely development approach when you've, for a company that has you know a, a, quite a modest market cap at this stage, I think Barry, the next step is I mean yes, you, you're correct. We we bed down and and get this MRE out for Burn Central, which is just a shallow part of the system. And we know the system's open, um, and that was in our release. It's open to the north, it's open to the south, it's open at depth. Um, so there's a lot of capacity there to extend that system at Burn Central. But then we've got the entire uh, 2.5 kilometres of the corridor and the bigger Burns intrusion. So part of that would be um, drilling to extend the burn central, but then the other key thing is to get out and probably do wider step out drilling to each of these anomalies to the north, which have only had one or two whole RC holes into them. So you can just call them reconnaissance um, geological holes we've drilled into each one of these anomalies. Uh, probably the, the most sort of one we've drilled uh, with diamond drilling is Lovejoy up to the north, and that's got copper gold mineralization. So, and we've learned a lot from drilling at Burn Central, a lot about the geochemistry of the system, what elements it's associated with, what its footprint looks like, what's the character of the geology, uh, and using that all information, we can then target more effectively a long strike along that corridor. So part of that work would then, if we're looking for big systems, um, we can step out um, with wider intervals of drilling. These could be 160 metre spaced um, drill traverses and really targeting those uh, you know, discrete magnetic anomalies along that corridor, and then also targeting the bigger burns intrusion. So it's all about building scale to the system. And as we know, um, and, and I guess sort of an analogy for, for your listeners is, is knowing about um, the Cadia Valley deposits, um, North Parks, um, and also I guess Elkham Resources have discovered the Boda porphyry yeah. uh, in New South Wales. So. You know, those porphyries, they all occur in clusters and they've all got the copper gold mineralization and they're extremely, they're, they're large tonnage, um, copper gold systems. They're in rocks that are 440 million years old. Uh, we've got rocks that are 2.7 billion years old. So it is, you know, ours is probably the first, well, it's a, it's a really unique and unusual discovery um, in these Archean old rocks, um, but we think we are onto a, an Archean porphyry copper gold system near Kalgoorlie and we think there's an opportunity just looking on the basis of the analogies of those copper gold porphyry systems in New South Wales that we're onto a large system in, in WA. Right of course and Cadia the uh, lowest cost mine in Australia thanks to its uh, uh, copper credits and uh, oh, if it's not it's not the second biggest it's probably the second or third biggest uh, gold mine slash copper mine in Australia so 
Okay. And um, with multi-decades of resources ahead of it. So interesting. The, have you defined your – is your understanding of what you've got at Burns and that broader area there, is that allowing you to have some thoughts about taking your IP, as it were, elsewhere in uh, the region? Correct, Barry. I, I think that's the key thing, key thing for Lafroy, and I, I call it the golden ticket. We understand a lot. I mean, if this is the first of the for the eastern gold fields or for the Archean rocks in Western Australia, we've learned a lot about the geochemistry, the geology, the alteration, the rocks, etc. At Burns, and our geologists have got a, a thorough understanding of that system. And I think we we understand um, what makes it tick. And we think they're using that information that with possibly we can find more of these systems in, in, in the Archean of Western Australia, and particularly the gold fields. And probably there's um, companies that may have come across copper in, in unusual rocks or porphyry rocks in, in the eastern gold fields of Western Australia and probably overlooked them and thought, well, mm-hmm. it's a bit of copper in the, in the granite or the porphyry. They're chasing gold. But uh, I guess we persevered with, with uh, burns. And we understand it, and we know it can be. It will be a big system, and we think there's a. That's, uh, I guess, the um, the golden ticket for Lafroy. We understand it, and we can use that information to target effectively um, other parts of the eastern gold fields for uh, similar style systems. Yep. Okay. Well, I don't want to get ahead of things here, but there are obviously a lot of processing plants in that uh, Greater Kalgoorlie region. Um, would the copper be an issue for, you know, essentially? Gold-focused treatment plants. Correct, Barry. Yeah, this is um yeah we're we're looking for a big um copper gold system, and I think it would need would need its own dedicated plant. Um, there are plants close by to us. There's the the Silver Lake Mill um just across the lake, only about six kilometres away to the north. That's um the Randalls Mill, which is Mills Gold, and obviously I think about twenty five kilometres to the southeast. There's the um uh, the Saint Ives Gold Processing Plant. And obviously, there's the milling um, facilities in Kalgoorlie, but I think uh, with this style of mineralisation, it would need its own, its own dedicated um, copper gold processing um, facility. Right. The uh, drilling program ahead of you. I see you raised three and a half million dollars in oversubscribed placement in December. So, on the cash side of things, you're you're right for uh, 2023, as it were. Yeah, we're comfortable with the cash we got on the bank, Barry, and I think that will that was. Um, the aim was that to see us through to get this uh, mineral resource estimate out and I think then then plan the next uh, stages of drilling. And even in our recent announcement, that's what we set out, what we uh, next steps is really number one. Uh, I think the market's waiting. Let's get this resource estimate out, this copper gold for the copper gold mineralisation at Burns Central. It's shallow. It's only to 200 metres. We know it's open and we can add more to it. And then it, the further planning is drilling uh, both at Burns Central uh, and part of that is obviously we need to get metallurgical holes in to the system as well, and then also drilling a long strike, um, particularly uh, the high priority target up at Lovejoy and the bigger burns intrusion um, that uh, is sort of really, we think, the core of the um, the big burns porphyry complex. Mm. Uh, quite remarkably, from my viewpoint, Gavin Perra's viewpoint, that is, um, your market cap of 37 mil. Um, I can pretty much justify that on the company's other interests. So we'll just run through those quickly. The Western Lafroy joint venture with Goldfields there, full field AC program. Any update there? Uh, correct, Barry. Yeah, they've, um, a lot of work that was done in the December quarter last year was getting uh, heritage surveys undertaken and the, the land cleared for further drilling. And there's another big phase of uh, full field air core drilling um, to commence shortly. Um, and what I mean by full field air core that is um, 
a 400 by meter by 400 meter spaced uh, grid based program of vehicle drilling. Um, and that's on the land. So this is all the land based drilling that's that will yeah. be getting underway very shortly. Right. And that's uh, the joint venture where they can earn 70% by spending $15 million by June next year. Correct. Yeah. Um, uh, Goldfields are in the second stage of the earning and that requires them that second. They've spent the $10 million to get the stage one. Uh, that's complete. It gives them the 51% equity. But uh, to get up to the 70%, they've got to um, yeah, spend that $15 million by, uh, I think, June, July next year. So it's a long way to go. Yep. And uh, just continuing the... Uh, Another steak knife theme. You've got the Lake Johnson Nickel Gold Project about 120 k's west of Norseman, which you're moving down the IPO route still. Correct. That's um, There's uh, assets we've put into a subsidiary company called Johnston Lakes Nickel uh, Limited. Uh, that's got a, uh, a managing director, Graham Gribben, who manages that company. Um, but yes, we've got three assets. That's the Carnelia South, south of the Carnelia Nickel Mine near uh, Cambelda. We've got assets down at um, terms down at um, Lake Johnston. That's north of um, Poseidon Nichols uh, Lake Johnston um, processing plant and the ground down there. And then we pegged uh, back in 2021 a, a large acreage of land uh, to the north east of Walloon we call Glen Isle. And just for scale, that's uh, about 2,700 square kilometres of land. And as a comparison, the Lafroy project here. Uh, which which has the Burns project is about 540 square kilometres. So it's a huge tract of land, and we think it's got potential for nickel, nickel and copper uh, sulphide mineralisation in that area. So um, they're the three assets that go into JLN, what we call JLN. Mm-hmm. And yes, we are moving down the path um, to spin out that entity as a dedicated nickel sulphide explorer in Western Australia. Which will allow <clears throat> Lafroy, of course, to focus 100% on the, uh, the Burns project. That's correct, yes. Right. So I think this is a good point now, Wade, if we could just uh, bring it all together and give investors a feel for what they should be looking out for uh, in terms of news flow from the company. Uh, We've just covered uh, Lake Johnson there, so obviously let's focus on Burns. What's what's, uh, likely to happen the rest of this year? Well, the news ahead is obviously uh, delivery, and that's number one for us and the number one focus for us is delivering that MRE uh, mineral resource estimate for Burns Central, uh, and we've said in our recent announcement that's early April, so we're on track to deliver that, and that's our full focus uh, and the team's focus, but alongside of that is planning for the next stage of exploration at Burns Central and all the way up to Lovejoy, um, and that's both, uh, that will probably be RC drilling and diamond drilling, and also metallurgical test work at um, Burns Central. And then also the other key thing is to get um, initial drilling into the larger Burns uh, intrusion, the, the core of the whole burn porphyry complex. So there's a lot coming up, uh, but particularly number one for us is, is delivering on that Burns MRE. Sets the foundation for the company, gives us a basis to then launch from and uh, grow Burns into a much, much larger copper gold porphyry system. You'd be pretty happy with that timeline. It was an early 2021 discovery, wasn't it, Burns? So here we are, what, two years later, coming out with an MRE. Give us a taste. Yeah, very happy, Barry. I mean, um, uh, and I guess the key thing has been the focus. And I think the first, probably the first year of our exploration, you know, there was that exciting discovery at uh, at Burns, that 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 big discovery intersection on the on the baseline. Um, but I think it's been a path of learning about this system and understanding what it is. Uh, getting on doing a lot of the geochemistry, a lot of diamond drilling, geological understanding. We've also got a, a research project underway with um, 
the Centre of Exploration Targeting at the University of Western Australia. They're helping out to look at the genesis of this system. Um, so this is all part of the learning. We learned about that, and now we've com just completed that uh, focus drilling at Burn Central. Delivers a shallow resource you know, for 200 metres of surface. It's near surface. Um, that's the other important thing about Burns is you, you, you just got these 20 metres to 25 metres of, of paleo channel clays sitting on top and then you're into mineralisation. So it's, mm -hmm. it's not deep. It's not deep mineralisation. And I guess the other thing we, we learn from it that from this drilling it in the uh, future mining, it can be a low strip ratio um, operation given the, the, the scale we think we've got there. Mm. Yet with... Um... It's still very much an exploration story, isn't it, for years to come as you move up and down this uh, two-and-a-half-kilometre strike and testing for burns lookalikes? Or... That's correct, yeah. I, the, the key focus would be uh, obviously Lovejoy, which has got mineralized, you know, existing copper-gold mineralisation um, right up that north end. Um, it's an area we can get into. We've got access approved. We've got POWs approved. So we can get in there and start the drilling um pretty well immediately so that's the great thing for us and it's so close to Kogoolie we mobilise rigs quickly we mobilise people quickly we're not at the middle of the desert in Western Australia so it's um, one of the great things about Burns is it's so close to Kogoolie and gives us that ease of access so to speak all right, and I see you've got the cheer squad uh, outside the window there a couple of crows <laughs> that's right yeah. our pet crows in the office <laughs> waiting for their morning biscuit <laughs> okay, okay, uh, well we won't keep you any longer Nothing worse than a hungry crow. So <laughs> with that, Wade, thanks very much. Uh, very interesting story. Uh, great to see that uh, following the Discovery Hole in early 21, here we are just about to have the first of uh, what will be many MREs as the, the years unfold, which is uh, one of the most exciting discoveries we've seen in a long time in that area. So thanks again. Good luck with it all, and uh, we'll keep in touch. Yeah, thanks very much, Barry, and thanks to your listeners as well. Cheers. Cheers.